I have heard about Shake for Champagne. Right? You just shake your phone, right? And it locates you on the ship and they bring you champagne. What? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> what? Sam's now on board, Karen. Sold. Get, get, yeah. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> DCL Duo fans, before we get into this special extra bonus episode about Virgin Voyage, just a couple quick announcements. We had some listener email and feedback that we wanted to uh, address on air and then also wanted to give a little warning up front about this episode. So start, we had a listener write in with a great email that we wanted to actually respond to on the air. We've already responded to the listener separately, but wanted to respond to on the air. So let's start with that. You've got mail. All right. This email came from Christopher who wrote, DCL Duo, we finally booked a cruise through my path unwinding, of course. Sarah is amazing. We're super excited to go on the magic in November. We're currently debating if we're going to pay the concierge premium or not. I've been listening to old podcasts to prep out what we need to do, and I got into the Facebook group. But the one thing I've not seen much about is there's something like DAS for the cruise. Do you even need it? Lines are a trigger point for our kiddo, if that's useful to know at all. Thanks so much for what y'all do. And now I can listen with a focus on us actually getting Getting on board. Well, thanks, Chris, for the email. For those not familiar, DAS is the term that they use at the parks for the disability access service, and it offers some helpful things for kiddos with disabilities and others with disabilities that may have issues waiting in long lines. I won't get into how it works at the parks. We have covered that on a few episodes in the past. And if you have questions, there's lots of information out there. But as to the cruise line, we're not aware of them offering anything like a DAS service on board for line waiting. And that's primarily because most of the lines we've encountered on board Disney Cruise Line are very, very short. The exception may be for character meets, but I should point out that character meet lines on board are typically much, much shorter than anything you'll experience in the parks. And if you want to avoid those lines, just check the Navigator app for the character meets and be sure to show up a little early uh, and you probably will be first in line or at the front of the line. We've never waited for longer than I'd say maybe 10 minutes to meet a character on board. Now, usually we do skip really lengthy lines. I should say that. We have had some ticketed character meet and greets when we did our Star Wars Day at Sea a few years ago where the lines were you know, probably about 15 minutes worth of waiting, but we also showed up at the very end <laughs> of the meet and greet. And so we were at the very back of the line. If we'd shown up earlier, it probably would have been fine. So if your kiddo has a tough time waiting in line, I'd say just show up early. And as we talked about on the last episode, there's some places where some artificial lines get created on board, like for getting into the dining rooms in the evening. Uh, people line up to get into these dining rooms. And I will personally say, we just don't think that that's necessary. We tend to just wait and have a drink while Nathan maybe plays on his iPad or visits with a friend or we just talk as a family. Uh, and we will head to the dining room, you know, maybe at our dining time or five minutes after. And typically we can walk just right in and head to our table. So I'd say if you've got someone who doesn't like to wait in lines, either get there a little early for character meet and greets or for some of the other lines, you know, just know it's not really necessary to stand uh, in line most of the time. So if others out there have thoughts or have heard of something like a DAS pass on board Disney Cruise Line, we sure love to hear about it. We haven't seen it ourselves. I will note that if your kiddo or someone in your party has maybe a little sensory processing, like loud sounds and noises and things like that, uh, they do offer a service on Disney Cruise Line for a private muster drill. Uh, it doesn't exempt you from having to hear the ship's horn and whistle when they do the regular muster drill, but they will, I believe, do it either in your stateroom or have you come to a meeting space after the muster drill where you're not in a crowd and go over the safety briefing. Probably something you should talk about with your travel agent or with the cruise line in advance to set that up. You probably don't want to wait until you're on board, although 
you know, if you need to, I would just talk to guest services on board. Uh, Nathan has a little bit of sensory processing issues, but he tends to do okay on the mustard drill as long as he knows when the siren's going to sound so he can cover his ears. Frankly, I cover my own ears because it's really loud. So uh, just know that that service is available on board. But again, I would talk to your travel agent or the cruise line about arranging that. So thanks, Chris, for the question. I think it's a really helpful one, and I'm glad we got a chance to address it on the air. I also want to follow up because we got a piece of listener feedback this week about the show being sort of not for the average traveler and lots of talk about concierge and just wanted to take a minute to address that. So just just three quick points. First is, look, we appreciate the feedback. Uh, I do think if you go back through our back catalog, you will find that we talk about a lot of different topics, not just concierge. We have people on who sail who do not sail concierge and talk about their experience. Uh, When we travel, we have traveled concierge a lot more recently, but we try to focus on the experiences that are shared and just pepper in any updates or things that we saw in concierge that may have changed. But we really try to talk about the shared experiences around food and shows and onboard happenings. I also done several episodes on budget cruising or cruising to stretch your dollar. And so, you know, just want to highlight we're a show that, you know, we hope welcomes all comers. Um, That said, Uh, If you look at our podcast art, our tagline is Disney Cruising Elevated, and we chose that tagline for a reason. We do want to highlight some of the more elevated experiences that exist out there in the Disney world, including in Disney Cruising, Adventures by Disney. I think one of our very first episodes was about a VIP tour we did at the Disneyland Resort. Just love giving you a peek at the experiences that not everyone may get to try because you may have heard about them, may be wondering about them, may want to understand whether it's something that you want to stretch your own vacation dollar to do. And so much like we love to have people on to talk about other cruise lines, expedition cruising, adventures by Disney. We, we love to kind of cover all these unique experiences that, frankly, some of which we'll never do ourselves or be able to do ourselves. There's no way Sam is going to let me sail in the tower suite. So we want to bring those experiences to you because we find them interesting and we want to share them. And there are folks out there who are interested in them. That said, we do try to focus on a broad cross-section of topics and cruisers and people out there in the community and love having those guests on. There was some discussion in our Facebook group around this topic when we asked about it that you know perhaps maybe we've focused a bit more on concierge since taking on our current show sponsor. I will say my path unwinding travel has a lot of folks who are very, very experienced in in what they might brand luxury travel experiences, all-inclusive, sailing Disney concierge. And we do like to highlight that because we have found travel agents that don't know as much about concierge as they do. And so if you are a sailor who is looking to book your first concierge experience or your 20th concierge experience, they, they keep on top of what's going on with those experiences to help people make the most uh, out of that experience. So we're going to continue to focus on a broad cross-section of topics. We will highlight these experiences because we think that they're amazing. And we know that other shows out there are highlighting folks who sail in concierge or take adventures by Disney. So we don't believe we've over pivoted on that. If you disagree, again, please reach out dclduo at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you like the show's content, you like hearing more about it, I'd encourage you to head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us one of those five-star reviews. It really, really helps us out. So just one quick note this evening, we are going to be talking about Virgin Voyages, which is an adult-only cruise line, which means we will be talking about some topics that are specific to the 18-plus crowd. We try to do that in a family friendly way. But let me just say that, you know, we are going to be talking about some topics that you may not want your kiddos to be hearing about depending on their age. And so if that's the case, we just encourage you to pause the episode now and come back on your own commute or your runtime or whatever it is. uh, And listen, then I do think it's a really great episode. It certainly has us thinking about sailing virgin voyages, and we hope that it might pique your interest as well. So with that, on to our episode. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of the DCL Duo Podcast, brought to you by My Path Unwinding Travel. And Sam, 
Second recording of the day, you you appropriately caffeinated, ready to go? Absolutely. I am ready, especially because we have a very, very, very special guest. She is a friend of ours. She is the owner of our sponsor company, My Path Unwinding Travel. We are so happy to welcome you back to the show. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much. So excited to be here today. Well, in the spirit of the holiday season that we are just exiting, Karen comes bearing gifts, right, Sam? Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you really didn't have to, Karen. My my birthday is this month. I super appreciate you bringing gifts. Uh, well, but... I, I loaded my sleigh on Virgin Voyages to bring back gifts for everybody. Ah, so if you're interested in hearing what these gifts are, we'll just tell you that uh, Karen's got uh, some special promotional offers for folks. If you get interested after listening to this episode and sailing on Virgin, uh, Karen's got a way you can do it and save yourself pretty hefty amount of money. So uh, we're excited to share some details with you about that at the end. But let's talk about Virgin Voyages. So Karen, before we dive in, remind folks your cruising experience, which is extensive. So you know, maybe how many cruises you've been on was this is your this was not your first try of Virgin, I don't believe. But uh, how many cruises have you been on? And how many times you sailed Virgin and Disney? I have been on over 25 cruises on virtually every uh, cruise line out there. I have sailed on Disney. Gosh, I have to do a latest update. I would say probably about 15 times now. And as many know, I am an avid concierge cruiser on Disney Cruise Line. And I now have uh, sailed my second time on Virgin. First time was this past summer where I sailed in a sea terrace, which is their balcony uh, cabin. And this time I sailed as a mega rock star, which is their highest level of kind of the concierge status. This is the mega rock star is like, I'm going to compare it to you staying in the tower suite on the wish. Am I right? Yes. Very similar, but maybe even better. The level of service is really unique and it may be closer to almost like a star class on World Caribbean with a World Genie because you do have a mega rock star agent that is really personalized service for you when you're a mega rock star. And my kids sailed in rock star, so one notch down. But So we shared some privileges and amenities. And so I can kind of also speak to how rock star differs from mega. <laughs> so- so your kids, your kids had a backstage pass, but uh, you had all access. I get it. I get it. <laughs> exactly. And I should say my kids are young adults. Virgin is an adult only cruise line, 18 and up. So my kids are 19 and 23. How is that possible? But yeah, so <laughs> I, I want to give some folks who are listening some background. If you haven't gone back in our catalog to listen to the shows that we did uh, when the Wish first opened, Karen was on board and she won this, uh, we'll call it a raffle, but it was a, a drawing uh, of the travel agents to be able to stay in the in the tower suite. So Karen and her family were the first guests to be able to stay in that tower suite on the Disney Wish, which is kind of an incredible experience. So feel free to go back in our catalog and listen to, to that show that we recorded earlier this year. Episodes 226 and 227. And 227 is the one in the Tower Suite. We actually have recorded another episode that will be coming out 
soon about uh, a stay in the tower suite. So good to listen to as well as you think about uh, Karen's experience in the mega rock star suite. Yeah, that that tower suite night feels like a dream still. Uh, <laughs> you remind me that it was real by by bringing up the show. <laughs> but so I, I think the the great part about not just your stay in the tower suite, but your experience in concierge on Disney as well as on uh, similar offerings on other cruise lines, as you mentioned on you know Royal Caribbean and and some of these other lines that have the, I'll call it the ship within a ship concept or really a concierge level of service. Karen has so much experience. And so she can really compare and contrast these in a way that I, I don't know of anybody else who can, Karen. So it's really unique and wonderful to have you on to talk about Virgin because I, I know that this is a really a luxury experience. And I've heard that it is comparable, if not better, than Disney when you're talking about an adults-only experience. It's almost like Disney for adults. It is <laughs> so much fun. It is such an inclusive, comfortable experience. We'll get into talking about all the reasons why you know it is. I, I think it's really a cruise line for everybody from 18 to 80. Virgin still only has the one ship, or have they finally launched the second ship? I know there's a second ship in the works. There's been two ships for quite some time, the Scarlet Lady and the Valiant Lady. And the third ship, the Resilient Lady, possession of the ship was delayed, but it is complete and it is ready to sail. Uh, I think late spring is when they will start with the Resilient Lady. And then the fourth ship is coming as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Which ship were you on? We were on the Valiant Lady. and, And the ships are identical. They are sister ships. As far as I know, there are really no differences. I was on the Scarlet Lady in the summer. And I when I sailed on the Valiant Lady, it was identical. I don't think there really was anything different between the two. When were you sailing and and what was the itinerary in length? We sailed out of Miami and we departed December 11th. It was a six-night cruise that was called the Western Caribbean Charm. And it had two sea days and then it stopped in Roatan, Honduras and Costa Maya, Mexico. And then the last stop at Bimini where Virgin Voyages has a private beach club. I'm jealous. I'm I'm just sitting here green with envy, Karen. (laughs) Well, so talk to us about the experience of being a mega rock star, Karen. When does that experience start? Is it like concierge on Disney where there's stuff happening even before you set foot on the boat? Or is it more of a just an on-boat experience? What's that experience like? So yeah, the experience does start even before you sail in a few different ways. Uh, Virgin has, instead of what, you know, most people think of as shoreside concierge, for example, with Disney Cruise Line, Virgin has what's called red glove services. So red is, you know, the color of Virgin Voyages. So instead of a white glove touch, they have the red glove services. Rockstar, Mega Rockstar can reach out to them to discuss some of their preferences prior to cruising, such as booking restaurant reservations, shore things, which is what Virgin calls shore excursions. They're shore things. And also uh, just special requests, such as customizing your in-room bar, which is a really fun thing to be able to do. And then also arranging private transfers, which are included 
with mega rock star from anywhere in about a 20 mile radius from the port of Miami. So you don't have to be staying at a certain hotel or get picked up from the airport. They will pick you up from virtually any address within that radius, which was really, really awesome. And even though we were mega and our kids were not, they were rock stars, we got to include our you know, kids in the transfer with us. So as long as you know your guests fit in the vehicle, which we were in a Cadillac Escalade, I think it was, one of those big SUVs, they will let you all travel together. There was some nice touches beforehand, but it really started on, you know, departure day where we were picked up in front of the hotel, you know, in that private transfer and brought to the VIP entrance at the port. And is Mega Rockstar limited to a certain type of room on board or how many, how many of folks on board get to experience that? level of service. Yeah, there are just certain room categories that uh, qualify as mega rock star. So we were in the brilliant suite, I believe is what it was called. They each have certain names. Uh, there's about, I think, four categories of suites on Virgin that qualify as mega rock stars, and then a few others that are just the rock star level. What's interesting to me is, is the pricing per cabin here or is it per person? Because I'm seeing they're showing me pricing and it says from, you know, X amount of money per suite. And so I'm just curious, uh, how's the pricing work on Virgin? The pricing is probably per suite. I'd have to look because you have a different interface than I do in terms of how it might be presented to you. There are suites and regular staterooms on Virgin that will accommodate three or four. So, of course, the pricing would be adjusted. Of course, the standard is two. And also, sometimes they have opportunities for solo travelers to sail without a single supplement, which is a really nice feature. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what Karen's talking about, for those who don't know, is if you're sailing solo on most cruise lines, you actually are paying for a double occupancy room. So you're basically paying as if there are two people in your room. So you're paying double. There are some cruise lines that have solo rooms so that if you book in one of those solo rooms, you actually are only paying the single fare instead of paying a double occupancy rate. Right. And that and a Virgin has had some promotions where you could sail in a balcony, for example, as a solo traveler and have that solo supplement, single supplement waived. So that varies. Um, so Harv and I were actually in the Fab Suite was the name of our suite. And it was essentially a one bedroom uh, suite. And it was humongous. It was <laughs> it was so big. I, we almost felt like it was too big. <laughs> I'm looking at the floor plan for it. And it's got like a, yeah, it has a bedroom with a divider and then uh, like a console couch or I forget what you call that. But yeah, I mean, this... It, Looks fabulous. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fabulous. The living room was really great. I almost would have rathered maybe more space in the living room. Not that we needed it. There was still plenty of space in the living room, but the bedroom was so big. There was all this floor space that was kind of unutilized. And you know, when you're on a cruise, you always think, how is the space being optimized? It was it was fantastic. It had a huge bathroom and then another half bathroom, really uh, you know, long balcony. You know, we could access the balcony through three different doors <laughs> in the suite. And you know, just a lot of fun features, um, including, as I mentioned before, a fully stocked bottomless bar. And uh, we had an electric guitar. 
we had PlayStation <laughs> and we had, and we, we crested some games to play on it and we got some games that had never even been unwrapped. We had, um, a turntable and we requested some records and that was really fun. You know, they already had some there, but we requested some more and they brought it to us. So just super fun little features that you don't see on other cruise lines. That's awesome. Now, did this come with like what we think of as like butler service? Yes. So we had our own agent. Oh, I love that they call it agent. Everything is like music rock star related, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's virgin so skin. Are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there are mega, mega rock star agents and rock star agents. And our mega rock star agent was just available to us either right outside our door. Sometimes we would find her because she was kind of assigned, you know, a few, a few suites right in the same area. We could also message her in the app or we could just pick up the phone and call her. And I mean, she was uh, available at our, you know, uh, at the snap of the finger to do really almost anything <laughs> we asked. You know, we're not the type to be super demanding, but there were a few times that was like, well, I really should test this out because research. For science. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. For the sake of all our listeners and clients, right? You got to take, take one for the team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, you know, when we boarded the ship, we, you know, were directed that we could, you know, really, you know, of course, do whatever we wanted, but that our agent would meet us in our suite. So we did, you know, we explored both of the suites and then uh, hung out in our suite for a little bit until she came to our room and then basically, you know, kind of gave us the, you know, the rundown of everything that she could do for us. So, you know, if there was a dining reservation that we didn't make ahead of time or wanted to change around, show reservations, reservations for fitness classes, or some of the specialty events that required reservations, we just gave her like the list of everything we wanted to do. And by that night, everything was set up. And, you know, I just, I, I learned, I learned by, you know, the end of the cruise that pretty much anything I asked her, if I messaged her in the app, her answer was sure. There was never, it was never like, well, maybe it was just sure. <laughs> this was all done app based then you could just message. We could. I mean, if I, you know, sometimes she would track me down and, and, you know, check in with me or sometimes I would see her. But the first day she came into our suite and we talked in person and, you know, talked about everything. But then the rest of the time, it's just convenient to be able to message her or pick up the phone from our suite and she would, you know, it would go directly to her. And, you know, she would just take care of everything. Right. There's no like going up to a concierge lounge to find her. Correct. You don't have, there is, there is no indoor concierge lounge. There is what's called Richard's Rooftop, which is kind of like the equivalent of a concierge sun deck. And it's on one of the top decks forward. And it is on both sides of the ship. You can access it starboard or port side. And it has just lots of seating, umbrellas, shade, sun, cushy round chairs to sit in, cushy kind of cabana type beds, you know, like those valley beds you could lay on and a couple of hot tubs where we spent quite a bit of time <laughs> and they have a full bar there and they'll all, they also have menu service there. So they will bring you, you know, items from the menu anytime, but because we were rock mega rock star, we could also just, as we did one night, just, um, or one afternoon at rather, you know, ask our agent, 
to bring us pizza to Richard's rooftop because the pizza is really popular. I hadn't tried it yet. And I just thought, I should wait a minute. I'm I'm a mega rock star. I should not have to wait. (laughs) And sure enough, I didn't. I was like, you know, I should ask her. And um, sure enough, we ordered three pizzas and she brought them right to our spot. She knew where to find us. I think they have a locator system (laughs) with your little wristband. And she brought them right to us. And we also shook for champagne, which is something else we can talk about. So we had champagne and pizza as an afternoon snack. Oh my God. I have heard about Shake for Champagne. Like you just shake your phone, right? And it locates you on the ship and they bring you champagne. What? Exactly. Oh, what? Sam's now on board, Karen. Sold. Get, get, yeah. Sold. <laughs> and so they Can I wear my Mickey ears? Can I wear my mini ears though? Will they look at me strange if I wear my mini ears while I'm drinking they champagne? Will not because anything goes on Virgin Voyages. And there are just so many deep Disney connections on Virgin Voyages. It's kind of interesting. But they have a new frequent cruiser program on Virgin now. So kind of like their version of Castaway Club. But they are status matching with other cruise lines, including Disney. And so you you all would definitely status match. It's very easy. I think you only have to be silver with Disney to status match. It's not as easy with some of the other cruise lines. The One of the perks of having a status match is getting a shake for champagne for your stateroom. So that would be included no matter what your stateroom category that you booked is. So we could book an inside like cabin, like Lola, lowest level cabin and shake for champagne. Holy and cow. shake for champagne and have it be included because of your um, status. We just had so much champagne that cruise because <laughs> our kids had a shake for champagne. We also, of course, had champagne stocked in our bar. There's just Richard's Rooftop. The other thing that Richard's Rooftop offers is every evening at five o'clock is champagne hour. So they're pouring the Moet every <laughs> night. So my favorite. And that's my favorite champagne. Does it just does it just come out of the shower at this point? I mean, like, is it just like <laughs> oh my it God. almost it almost felt it. I mean, we, we got back and you know, we didn't get, you know, too silly, but and I'm kind of a lightweight, but I definitely had my share of champagne and it, it's just really, really fun because you know, you just meet other people. And because we had a bottomless bar tab, you know. That is part of the inclusion with Mega Rockstar is any cocktail up to, I think, $19 is included. And I don't think we saw a cocktail that was above that. And anything else above that, there's also you get, I think it's two bottles of wine included every day up to $90. Wow. And if you order anything that's higher than that, then it's a 20% discount. So they don't, it's not the difference. You have to pay 20% off the full amount, but it is a great inclusion. So, you know, we had bottles of wine with dinner. We had a bottle of sake at um, the Korean barbecue restaurant. I mean, there's just no, you know, (laughs) it's bottomless. It's bottomless when you're mega. (laughs) Actually, let's step back and drill down on this for a second, Karen. And let me start with like, what's included for everyone, right? What's kind of the, what's the inclusions in the fair that folks will get on for everyone? And then I'd love to hear as you step up to Rockstar and Mega Rockstar, like what gets layered in as additional inclusion. So yeah, what's in, if, if uh, I'm not going to sail Rockstar or Mega Rockstar, I just want a regular room on Virgin Voyages. What What's included there? So Virgin really is trying to be an all-inclusive experience. So they include all of your uh, gratuities. They mean it. We never had a 
slip to sign to add an additional gratuity. We had nobody ever ask us or suggest that there was anything more to leave. All of your gratuities are included. And the crew are the happiest crew that I've ever seen. They get to really be themselves, have fun with the guests. My understanding is that the crew um, are allowed to fraternize with the guests. (laughs) It's very different. Interesting. You know, they can have a drink with you. They can have a meal with you if they're free. And so they're just really happy. So the gratuities are included. It's not a separate line item. It is just part of your cruise fare. It's really different. Um, And Virgin likes to say that they believe that Wi-Fi is a basic human right. (laughs) So so Wi-Fi is um, included at um, a basic level. Our nine-year-old would agree with that. But of course, our nine-year-old can't sail on Virgin. So (laughs) Right. It is the basic Wi-Fi, but the basic Wi-Fi is pretty darn good. And then you can upgrade to premium Wi-Fi. Um, Of course, the mega rock stars, that's, you know, premium is included as well. Group fitness is included. So whereas most other cruise lines, if you sign up for like a spin class or a yoga class, there might be an extra charge that is all included on Virgin. And they have some cool group fitness classes. My daughter and I did a bungee, like an aerial bungee type class. Oh, wow. Which was super cool. And then they say that essential drinks are on them. So that is still or sparkling water, certain juice juices by the pool, sodas, teas, that kind of thing are included. They actually, part of the service in all the rooms is carafts of water. They're trying to not use any kind of, um, you know, I didn't see a plastic bottle on the ship. So they have carafts of water and you can have several, you know, brought to your room by your stateroom attendant. You can ask for still or sparkling and they will um, bring it to you. And, And dining, Karen, is there, I assume like all dining on board is included? Yes. And Virgin is really unique in how they handle dining. So um, there are no main dining rooms on Virgin. There are all restaurants. Every restaurant kind of has its own theme and all the restaurants are included. There is not any restaurant that you have to pay extra for. So there might be one item, you know, it at the steakhouse that's an upcharge or one or two, you know, you get like a, a seafood tower for an upcharge or, you know, a certain cut of steak for an upcharge, but it's very minimal. And we never felt the need to pay anything extra because the food is phenomenal. All of those restaurants are included. So where you might feel like on another cruise line, you're having to pay for specialty dining at the Italian or at the steakhouse, that is all included on Virgin. And you can make reservations ahead of time. And they also leave, you know, opportunity to walk in. Mega rock stars, you know, they're encouraged to make reservations, but when you're, you know, when you're worldwide famous, you just walk in and they, they set up a table for you. You know what? I just want them to have the line with the velvet rope that you walk down and they're like, right this way. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. When you're an international superstar, they make a, t- they make You know, there was one time that we were denied and that was at a restaurant called Razzle Dazzle that we had just kind of back and forth. Should we go to it or shouldn't we? We just weren't sure. And so then at the very end of the cruise, we said, you know what? We've tried all the other restaurants. We should go ahead and try Razzle Dazzle. And 
I was like, why, why do I not see any reservations? So I called my agent and I said, can you get us into Razzle Dazzle? And she said, unfortunately, it's closed today. So that was the only time we were denied anything was because it was actually the whole restaurant <laughs> is closed. They didn't open the restaurant Bimini for Day. you. They did not. So maybe you're not like John Legend status quite yet. I think we would have to be Richard Branson status. <laughs> <laughs> what about as you move up to rock star status? Like what gets layered in for you now? It sounds what like, did your kids get for? for yeah, it sounds well, like included. drinks and things like that start to become included at that point. So when you're a rock star, the first thing that you get is access to Richard's rooftop. And that is the main reason that we chose to splurge to put them, you know, in a rock star room was so that we could all enjoy, you know, the Richard's rooftop together. We're not above just sticking them in an inside. <laughs> well, well, we have all the perks. But in this case, we really wanted to be able to enjoy our time together because now that they're off to school, it's more limited. So, you know, Richard's rooftop is accessible to the rock stars as well. One thing I forgot to mention is uh, is Bimini. As there is a VIP area at Bimini, and rock stars can have access to that. Rock stars also have a bar in their room, fully stocked, but it's stocked once. So they can, if there's something there that you don't like, they'll switch it out for you, but they won't replenish it. But it is a pretty nice bar with you know a fair amount of you know offerings. There is VIP boarding for rock stars and a VIP board boarding area. Bathroom amenities are upgraded. Uh, one of the things we didn't talk about in terms of dining is there is a um, room service on Virgin and there is a small charge for um, what they call Ship Eats. So instead of Uber Eats, it's Ship Eats. <laughs> when, you're on, when you're in Rockstar, there's no charge for that. And um, then, of course, you have you know your Rockstar agent. But instead of them coming to your room on the first day, they'll meet you at a designated like lounge on board to help take care of you. And they actually circulate, you know, pretty regularly through Richard's rooftop around the ship to to assist you with certain things. Those are the main benefits of being in Rockstar. And my kids did have, um, they did not have the electric guitar, but they did have the record player. Oh, nice. Well, we need to take a quick pause in the action to thank our amazing show sponsor over at My Path Unwinding Travel. We have really come to love all of the agents over at My Path Unwinding Travel who you've heard on this show. So many of their agents have been on the show sharing their great experiences with concierge sailing, adventures by Disney, and just unique sailings across the Disney portfolio. And so have really come to rely on their expertise as we think about our own vacations, questions we've had about sailing concierge for the first time, questions about unique itineraries, and they are just so knowledgeable, so friendly, so giving of their time. My Path and Winding has some fabulous Facebook groups out there that you can join around concierge sailing, the Disney Wish, the Disney Treasure, just all kinds of great groups where they answer questions from people who haven't even booked vacations with them. So love, love, love the great experience, expertise, friendliness of My Path Unwinding Travel. So if you are thinking about booking your next Disney Cruise Line vacation, maybe been thinking about taking the leap and upgrading to concierge or have been eyeing some special adventures by Disney trip or really just want to benefit from the knowledge and expertise that a great travel expert can provide, highly recommend heading over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo to book your next fabulous vacation. Use that link so they know the DCL Duo sent you. And with that, back to our episode. I'm seeing in here, like, so one... 
that's amazing to me because only a handful of these exist on Disney are king size beds in these rooms. Oh my gosh, yes. And the beds um, in the Rockstar and Mega Rockstar, those king size beds do not separate. So on the regular rooms, the beds are sort of like, you know, queen-ish, but, and they can be made up together or as separate twins. You know, if you have two to a room, they usually kind of have them sort of like an L shape is how they're arranged when you want them separate, which is how we did it when I sailed with just my son. But in the Mega Rockstar, if those staterooms accommodate three or four the main bedroom the main bed in the bedroom does not separate but there is kind of a sofa bed and so my kids did that they had like a king bed and this sofa bed but the sofa bed was massive it was like a good queen size sofa bed and it was it was pretty comfortable yeah i i I was looking too at some of the regular rooms and it looks like some of them will accommodate like up to four people but they have like multiple drop down bunk beds which i thought was also really interesting yes they have one category called the social insider and my son is actually gonna you know go from being a rock star down to you know being four to a room in the social insider when he sails on spring break with his friends and he does not care it looks like it's gonna be quite cozy apparently those rooms also have um a playstation or some kind of video game in there. <laughs> just the that's just the social insiders it was just designed just for people like him and his friends i guess you know that that brings me to the question of demographics because obviously we know everyone on board is an adult you cannot be under 18 to sail on Virgin. And I love the commercial that they did. I don't know. That was several months back. It was so cute where the kids were basically singing about how their parents were leaving them behind to go on a Virgin Voyages cruise. Exactly. But what I, I'm curious ab- about the demographics of, of who goes on this cruise, you know, obviously your kids are young adults and your son is going to be going on spring break with friends. So are there a lot of younger adults? What does the age range of, of the cruiser on voyage look like? Really, as I said earlier, 18 to 80, we have seen it all in our two voyages. And everybody that we've talked to, regardless of age, is having an incredible time. It is just so inclusive in that way. And it's really hard to describe you know, how fun it is, regardless of who you are, what you look like, you know, who you're with. Everybody is is finding a way to have a good time. I think that early on, because of COVID and because it being a new cruise line, it was skewing a little older demographically than Virgin had intended, you know, when they, you know, planned <laughs> this new cruise experience. But I'd noticed a difference even between summer and December that it seems to be getting a little bit younger. You know, definitely a fair amount of folks in their 20s and 30s. I think, you know, anybody below 20, it's going to be, you know, there's fewer of them because let's face it, they can't afford to cruise. What's interesting is Carnival will not let 18-year-olds sail without a 21-year-old sailing with them. Virgin will, and Virgin will let 18 and up drink and gamble on board once they get, technically, once they get into international waters. So, which is one of the reasons why my 19-year-old son, after the first day on our first time on Virgin, said, you know, best cruise ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> he can do all the adult things. Yeah, it's like he's he in can Europe. he <laughs> do all the adult things. Exactly, exactly. But you know what? We saw, we saw... 
you know, definitely older couples. We saw, you know, people celebrate, uh, somebody celebrating their 60th birthday. We saw folks that were, you know, definitely older than that. We saw folks um, in scooters, using using, a, using scooters around. We, we really, you know, have seen it all. And I have not talked to anybody yet who has said, you know, I won't go back. <laughs> it's just <laughs> such a unique, laid back experience. And, you know, getting back to dining for a quick second, because there's no main dining room, you don't have to, the schedule and the pacing is different. So it's not like there's main seating and, you know, second seating early and late. If you can just, you know, make your reservations, you can be an early diner, you can be a late diner, and you can switch it up from day to day. And then there's also, which we didn't talk about, and we can get back to all the dining options that are not the restaurants that don't require a reservation. So a couple other things I just want to highlight, just basically looking at the website here is uh, the rooms look gorgeous. The The rooms look very, very nice, uh, very modern looking and, and tasteful, very different than what you'll see on Disney. The hammock on the balcony. <laughs> oh my gosh. The hammock is incredible. Wait, there's a hammock on your veranda? Every, every balcony, they call those terraces, um, you know, like instead of having a balcony room, they call it a sea terrace room, has a hammock. They are the most incredibly comfortable hammocks you'll ever see. And sometimes if you look at it, you might think it's just like a chair hammock. And in fact, Harv originally thought it was just like for sitting in. Basically, you can kind of start out sitting in it and then just lean back and start gradually stretching your legs out and it just expands and molds to you and you're just cocooned and it is just the best thing Well, they sell them on board, right? You can buy them in the gift shop, I've heard. (laughs) If you can find one because they're sold out. (laughs) I also, I'll just note for folks, I noted on the Rockstar Suite level, they have outdoor showers as well. So uh, I've I've never seen some of these amenities on a cruise ship. So uh, They do have outdoor showers and, um, you know, there's certain times that they're shut off off, but there is an outdoor shower. It's really unique. They're really trying to not be a cruise ship. They're trying to be more of a yacht experience. So I think that's really the vibe that they're going after is what what is it like when you're on a yacht rather than what is it like when you're on, you know, a mega ship. How how big are these ships? Meaning like how many passengers are we talking? Oh gosh, you're asking me for figures. I'm wanting to say that the max, I think 2,400 is the max. These are wonder magic size ships. This is still yep. a, a quite a big lady ship. full capacity is 2,770 and they're all the same size. So yeah, they definitely feel more, uh, more along the lines of like the magic or wonder you know, just the arrangements are different. The spaces are different. There's there's not a movie theater. There are different show spaces. They have flexible show spaces on board that they can use in different ways, which is interesting. So it definitely feels cozier in the same way that I, I think the magic feels cozier or the wonder. Yeah. So Karen, when we get up to mega rockstar status... All bets are off. Yeah. So we've got the transfers, got upgraded to premium Wi-Fi. You've got the bottomless in-room bar. So for example, before the cruise, I had asked, you know, I kind of told them, here's what we would like. Well, the scotch that was in the room was not, it was, you know, a a scotch whiskey, hard drinks, single malt. I switched it out to a Macallan, I think six year, you know, no question. One day, um, I asked if we could get a bottle of Malibu, and we got a full-size bottle of Malibu. We don't have to discuss how, but it was 
entirely consumed that night. <laughs> so the so the next night, the next day, I just said, "Hey, we really love that rum. Can we get another bottle?" And another full size bottle just showed up in you know in our bar, no question. You know, they'll just replenish that bar, and people freely walk around with full size bottles of wine, champagne, rum. You know, so the last night, there's you know a bunch of different people that have different kinds of beverages for different reasons. And, you know, for example, at the closing party, you know, there was a table set up that, you know, some of us and our friends just set up a table, the bartenders brought mixers and everybody just, you know, was like kind of free for all. So even people who weren't staying mega were able to basically have get take advantage of your bottomless bar. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. They're just scanning the wristband. And if I just say, you know, put this round on me, they just scan my wristband and do that. So that was really fun. You know, I don't know if there's a point where they cut you off. So and it's not just cocktails, by the way, there's really great coffee. And there's two coffee bars on board. And that's also included in your bar tab, you know, in your bottomless bar tab. Um, so, you know, coffees, chais, you know, all those kinds of yummy drinks. And it sounds like if I'm hearing you correctly, the rock star status gets some level of bar tab, the mega rock star, it's just kind of an unlimited. Right. So the rock star just gets the in-room bar unless you have shipboard credit, which there is so many ways to get credits and to maximize credits. There won't, you know, you are getting charged for your beverages, but mega rock star, it's like they scan it, but you never get a bill. I'm curious what the what is the atmosphere like on board? Lots of uh, how do I put this? When you're talking about kind of the ability to have unlimited alcohol and that kind of stuff, like I'm just curious. What's Does it, it get like? rowdy? Yeah, does it get rowdy on board, or is it pretty? Uh, is it pretty manageable? I think that there are certain spaces on the ship at certain times that get rowdy, and you know, of course, it depends kind of on the time of day and the mix. Um, it didn't feel like a, a free for all, like a trashy booze cruise at all. Um, it, but you know, definitely like you know, in the manor, which is the nightclub at one in the morning, it got pretty, you know, pretty wild. People having a really great time <laughs> dancing, and you know, the main pool during the day is kind of like a Miami vibe. So you know, there's the DJ going, and you know, people kind of drinking, and some people dancing a little bit in the pool, but nothing obnoxious. You know, nothing where people were embarrassed themselves. I just didn't see that. And then there's other parts of the ship where people are quietly relaxing and reading a book and there might be an acoustic guitar player. Never in Richard's Rooftop was it, you know, was it raucous by any means. You know, there's more just like quieter music playing up there for the most part. So it just really varies. That's why I feel like there's kind of a space and a vibe for everyone. You, you'll find your your place on board. I, I gotta say, I mean, I know we're only halfway through this show, but I, I just have to say, wow, Disney concierge, I feel like really <laughs> stop its game because I mean, just wow. Like I'm, look, I'm looking at some of these prices online and they are about what you would pay to stay concierge on Disney and include so much more. Am, am, I, am I wrong here, Karen? You are not wrong, Brian. I mean, <laughs> I will tell you, you know, prices are probably, you know, like everything, prices are probably going up. I booked our cruise back in May and we paid about $9,000. 
for two people to be mega rock stars for six nights. I think that is an incredible value for when you think about everything Everything that was included included. and the level of service. The comparative on Disney would have to be 12 to 14,000. I've got to imagine. Absolutely. And even the service level, I mean, like we were just, uh, we just noted on a show recently, and I think we've been talking about it a little bit ourselves that like, you can't message concierge through an app on Disney Cruise Line anymore. You got to, you know, go to the concierge lounge to get help. Or call Um, them. Correct. Yeah, there is no drink package on Disney Cruise Line. So you're paying out of pocket for everything. I'm, I'm seeing here too, like the the spa has an inclusivity for Rockstar. I was, I was about to mention that. So they have what's called the thermal suite as part of the spa. And it is included when you're a mega rock star. You know, it was kind of really fun. So our Bimini day uh, was a bit rainy. So uh, we got back on the ship and said, you know what? We haven't experienced the spa yet this cruise. So maybe we should go do the thermal suite. Uh, you know, I, I had my kids with me and Harv decided not to join us for that. I think he was taking a nap in the hammock, actually. <laughs> and so we walked up to the spa and I said, you know, we'd like to use the spa areas. And they said, okay, well, we have, you know, sessions from, you know, that you can book from two to four or three to five. And I just said, oh, okay. I wasn't sure because we're, you know, we're rock stars. So I wasn't sure how that worked. And her like whole face she just lit up. <laughs> she then noticed our black wristbands, which is what designates rock stars and mega rock stars. They get, uh, you know, a black kind of little chip on their bracelet. And she just said, okay, come right in. And she didn't even scan us, nothing. I mean, it was just the door is open. Here you go. (laughs) You didn't need a reservation. You didn't need to wait for like the certain session time. Just go. And that, you know, we only used it once, but we could have used it, you know, at an unlimited amount of time. Is it like a rainforest type room? Similar. So there is um, different spaces. So there's actually like a pool. Um, a small pool. There is um, a couple of sort of hot tubs, but they're really small. So, you know, Richard's Rooftop, I think would be a better option for hot tubs. And then a couple of cold plunge pools. And then there's, so there is like a a mud room where they give you like that nice mud and you, you go in there and it's steam and mud and then shower. There is a salt room and then a sauna and a steam room. And then there's these ledges that you can lay on that are the marble that you can just like lay on. And there are windows, there is no balcony there. And there are none of those like programmable shower things like the rainforest has on Disney. This sounds like a Brian space is what I'm gathering. Potentially. <laughs> the only thing I'm curious about is like, I feel like they missed an opportunity by not giving everyone who's in the status like backstage pass lanyards or something. I think that would have been pretty fun. But anyway, that's <laughs> <laughs> such a nitpick. But we did get to book that and that sold out. And because we were mega rock star, we got in, we actually did a backstage tour and we can talk about that too. Oh, uh, I mean, there's just so much, there's so much to talk about, but a quick few other little perks of mega rock star that are not advertised, but um, they include laundry. So we sent some laundry out and that was complimentary. And that was really nice because we had, you know, I had been actually on a cruise before that. So I really needed some laundry. And then you can also get room service from any of the restaurants when you're mega rock star. And that's included. So it's not just the room service menu, but it's like, hey, I want to get you know, this dessert from Pink Agave, you know, they have these amazing chocolate tacos and you can just ask your, you know, agent and they'll have that 
delivered to you. Blowing my mind. That's regardless of the room type you're staying in. If you're just in a mega rock star room, because they have multiple levels of these rooms, it looks like that's a, it's not like Disney. Yeah, it has to be mega. It has to be mega rock star. Right. Which is still a certain level. Yeah. yeah. But it's not like Disney where you have to be staying in a one bedroom suite to get a hot breakfast and the Royal Suites to get something from Palo. Right. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Correct. Yes. Karen, let's talk about entertainment on board for a second. I think they've got a lot of interesting entertainment, if I'm remembering correctly. But what did you think of the entertainment on board? I mean, there there is a range of entertainment, and I think they're still tweaking it. So the entertainment ranges from karaoke, um, you know, with with the happenings team. The happenings team is the like the cruise director staff, right? So they're called the happenings team on board. And there's also private karaoke rooms on the ships. So shake for champagne and private karaoke. Sam is already booking. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I so I. I love karaoke, but we and we love to do. There's a place in Seattle that does the private room karaoke called Rockbox, and I we've done that for like multiple birthdays pre-pandemic. Yes, and they have different size rooms, so they have rooms that are like for like two to four people, all the way up for like a dozen people, and you can just reserve them, and you basically just like you sign up and then just show up, and it's a super deep karaoke library. Remember, this is Virgin Voyages, so it's a really you know, musical driven company in many ways. And the karaoke list is deep and uncensored. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So, so that's fun. There's different shows every night, um, ranging from, you know, the untitled dance show party thing, which is like a dancing and singing and you know kind of almost like an interactive show there is um dual reality which is sort of a Cirque du Soleil um aerial gymnastics show there is uh famously Never Sleep Alone I've heard rumors that Never Sleep Alone is ending I'm not sure about that yet but Never Sleep Alone is hosted by the ship's sex therapist but really what it is is like an adult version of Match Your Mate. It gets a little risque at times, but it's nothing, you know, too awful. And if you don't want to actually, you know, participate by getting up on stage, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's been, it was kind of, you know, definitely adult oriented. Um, you know, some of the tables had golden condoms on them. <laughs> if you got a golden condom, you got an invitation to a VIP room after the show. So, you know, there's just some different things about it that are, um, you know, a little bit more adult oriented. But then there's also like a sip and paint type thing. There's all there's a whole social club that has an arcade that is free. You don't have to pay for the arcade games. And there is, you know, foosball and, you know, like the tabletop shuffleboard. And there's like a fun kind of like soda shop bar there. And, you know, there's people, there's all kinds of games. There's like a whole game closet. You know, people just go take out a game. And then, I mean, of course, there's all the fitness, there's dance parties. And then the piece de resistance of Virgin Voyages Entertainment is Scarlet Night. And Scarlet Night is an entire ship experience uh, that you can't miss. You won't miss it if unless you have earplugs in and are in your room. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a whole range of entertainment happening throughout the ship, starting from, you know, early evening with all kinds of musical things happening. 
very much spontaneous. It's just really important to be open. Um, on my first Scarlet Night, there was a, a guitar player that just started playing and just said, follow me. A bunch of us followed her and we ended up in a secret party. And it was a secret party in the spa. And we got there and there was a jazz, you know, a jazz singer with, you know, a pianist doing a private concert for us. So it's just these spontaneous moments. I, I didn't also, you know, that happened on Scarlet Night, all these different things happening around you with dancers and entertainment, and they go around to different parts of the ship. And then at some point, they just start telling everybody like, go up to the pool, go up to the pool. And the entire ship meets on the pool deck. And there is just this incredible dance party that concludes or, or really just almost starts with people start jumping in the pool. <laughs> and a lot of people either jump in the pool or my kids ended up jumping in the pool. Harv and I ended up kind of like on the shelf of the pool. So we were in like ankle deep, but it didn't matter if you got in the pool or didn't get in the pool. People were watching up, you know, on the upper decks, watching down. It is just a happy, fun deck party that no other cruise line can make that cool. And again, it doesn't matter. Like you might think like you're not a cool person, but it didn't matter. Like it didn't matter what you were wearing, you know, it's fun to wear red, you know, pack something red for Scarlet Night if you can. But it could be a red t shirt or like, you know, a sexy red dress, it doesn't matter. Like everybody felt part of it. And uh, there's something there, they have a secret sauce that is just makes it so inclusive, that <laughs> nobody else can replicate. Talk to me about the food. Uh, you've mentioned quite a few restaurants. Is it good? Is it, it good? It is really, really good. Like restaurant quality on land. And uh, again, it is, you know, it's just like any, you know, cruise line in that there's, you're not limited. You can order, you know, four appetizers and three entrees and all the desserts if you'd like. Service is great. The food is unique. And each restaurant, you know, is really, you know, has its own theme or character. I think the most unique restaurant on Virgin and maybe, you know, at sea is called Gumbe. And Gumbe is a Korean barbecue restaurant and it is communal seating. So it's, you know, tables of six. So you, you know, have to agree that you're going to be seating with, uh, seated with other people. And we ended up going to Gumbe twice on this last cruise and both, you know, times met other people and just had so much fun. Every meal kind of opens with a drinking game <laughs> and your server kind of leads you through it with shots of like, you know, kind of like a easy to drink sake that's, you know, they don't charge you for that or anything that's just included. And then it's, you know, they have like the Korean hot plate in the middle middle of the table. And both times um, our servers did the cooking, but I had seen guests also cook themselves. Um, but there, that is just some of the most delicious food. The appetizers, there's this thing that's kind of called like a seafood corn dog. And that's what it looks like. It's like a little corn dog on a stick, but it's made with like seafood and it is just the most delicious thing ever. You know, all anything that you want to have, you know, Korean barbecue wise, like, you know, short ribs or shrimp, calamari, beef, chicken. I mean, just a whole range and they'll just bring out like a variety. Super delicious. Really, gumbe is not to be missed. And the recommendation that I had is try to go if you can on the first night of the cruise because, you know, you'll meet some other people. 
And so there is a, they call it the galley. So it is Virgin's answer to the buffet because they really focus on food being fresh and made to order. And so it is considerate more of almost like a food court where there's different individual restaurants and you go into the galley and you actually can sit and there's a like a sort of a master menu for all the different restaurants and a server will come and take your order. So they have a ramen restaurant, they have tacos, they have a, like a 24 hour diner, which is the burger, fries, breakfast all day. So, you know, if you're up late partying, you can go get bacon and eggs. They have a salad station that's lovely. And they do have like, like kind of like a pastry station with sandwiches and pastries. And that is one where you could just walk up to and, you know, they'll they'll serve you from there. Oh, and they also have sushi in the galley and they have a lot of grab and go. So, you know, in the, in the sushi area, you can do like some bento boxes and just grab, you know, grab some, you can, you know, to eat then or just put some in your um, refrigerator. Um, There's another part of the ship that also has kind of a wall of grab and go with like salads or trail mix or um, wraps and that kind of thing. There is a poke bowl, uh, restaurant, uh, kind of a quick service up on the pool deck, which is really yummy. And then there is on the, not by the pool, but on deck, it might be five, it might be six. There is the pizza and pizza is open late and it is delicious. And then there's an ice cream shop also that has like handmade ice cream, not, you know, not your soft serve, you know, but handmade ice cream that all of that is included. <laughs> I know. We're just both like That's all we can say is wow. Show over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, so, I mean, food, karaoke, inclusive, inclusive aspects of the spa, amazing service, amazing rooms, king size beds. Like I, I'm, uh, I see I'm. I, I, I think know, we have to I engage know. in a rebranding exercise. I don't know. I know. I know. <laughs> we haven't even talked about Bimini. So Bimini is a bit different because Virgin Voyages does not own Bimini. It is, you know, an island in the Bahamas and it ha- it is a cruise port for Virgin. So when you get off at Bimini, there is a tram that will take you to Bimini Beach Club, which is for the exclusive use of Virgin guests. If you are a rock star, you can get, you don't have to wait for the tram. You can get a golf cart. We'll take you right over there. The tram or the golf cart goes through a little bit of Bimini, you know, on roads, and you're going to pass by a marina area, and that's one of the stops on this on the tram. And the marina is where some of the excursions for Bimini would leave from. And then it takes you, you know, you're going to pass by some residences, you know, they might be vacation homes. You'll pass by the Hilton, and then you go get to Bimini um, Beach Club, and so it is a bit. Um, you know, there's some similarities, similarities and differences. There is, you know, food the, at the beach club that is included. There, it, it is kind of more of a traditional Bahamian menu. So you're not going to get a hamburger there. And in some ways, I, I, I have mixed feelings about whether they should should add that. Um, but the food is good. I mean, there's some curries and there's some chicken dishes. I'm trying to remember, there's some fish, vegetarian options, um, kind of like a rum cake for dessert. The mega rock stars have their own VIP area that is um, so you can eat in a covered area and it's 
shaded area. So that's nice, but with a very similar menu. One of the key differences from Castaway Key is that there's two large pools on at, at the beach club. One is sort of more the chill pool, and then the other pool is the party pool with the DJ. And in the afternoon, they bring out the floaties and have kind of a pool party atmosphere going. The beach is phenomenal. It's beautiful. There are plentiful chairs and umbrellas. There's also cabanas available. I think that I don't know that the cabana is really worth it, quote unquote, in terms of being, you know, a must do. It might give you a little bit more shade and a designated place to sit, maybe, you know, having somebody to serve you, but there's so much seating and the cabana is not really that private or it doesn't compare to Disney's cabanas. That's something that maybe would be improved over time. Um, but the beach club is just, you know, the, the water there is gorgeous. It's, you know, just that beautiful blue water that the Bahamas have, soft white sand, you can walk along the beach. And they have some activities going, you know, volleyball, the pool parties, that kind of thing. Well, Karen, is there anything that we have missed that you wanted to be sure to let people know? And I also wanted to make sure we give you some time to talk about the uh, the special offer that you have out for folks. I think we should talk about you know some of the itineraries because Virgin does sail um, in Europe, Greek Isles, and Western Mediterranean, and they're also sailing down under Australia um, area coming up. Um, I think in t- I think that might be starting in twenty four, but those cruises are bookable now. And you know they have some unique destinations that other cruise lines don't go to because they're a smaller ship and because they just are cool that way. And they also do more like later stays than a lot of cruise lines do. So they try to stay you know stay later so you can enjoy you know the local atmosphere more so. Think about Virgin. You know if you're thinking about Europe and you don't have kids with you, I would sail Virgin in a heartbeat. Well, Karen, do you want to share with folks the kind of the offer that you have out there or the way that they can book with My Path Unwinding that might get them on Virgin Voyages with a little bit of a savings here? Absolutely. So we have an exclusive for our agency that we can offer to our clients, which is a $300 discount off the you know best promotion that Virgin Voyages is offering at any time. So it basically combines with their current promotions as long as you're in a sea terrace or higher. So that's a balcony or higher. You'll get $300 off and you'll get $600 shipboard credit, which is incredible. And, you know, that can be used for, you know, your spa, you can be used for your bar tab, if you're not mega, it can even be used in the casino, we used some of ours, um, we had some credits, and we were able to um, play it in the casino, you know, the, the, the souvenir shop, the tattoo shop, you know, whatever, you know, for upcharges, whatever, there's so many ways to use your shipboard credit. Um, so it is a great, great promotion that you can't get unless somebody has sailed on Virgin Voyages and pre-purchased what are called these, you know, kind of placeholders, these my next Virgin Voyage offers. And so we we have a fair amount of them to offer and we're going to continue to get more as we continue to sail with Virgin. So um, we'd love for you, you know, to reach out and talk to us about how we can apply that to your sailing. It sounds amazing. And uh, yeah, you mentioned you have a few of these offers. Well, Consider it like a few minus one for all of our listeners out there, because I think Sam and I are probably going to figure it out. <laughs> Karen, 
just, I mean, like, so appreciate you coming on to share this with us because we have had a couple people on to talk about Virgin, but I think, you know, after hearing you talk about it, I understand a lot better what it's like in relation to Disney and, and my mind is a little blown at the moment. So if you want to book through My Path Unwinding Travel to whether that's Virgin Voyages or anywhere else, use our referral link, which is mypathunwinding.com slash Duo. Well, Karen, thank you so much for coming on. And thanks to all of your agents as well who've been on the show uh, over the last uh, six to nine months. They've been fabulous. And as always, we just love having you on and hearing about all these great experiences. Thanks so much for having me. It's not obvious. I love talking about cruising in general and so fun talking about Virgin. So I look forward to talking with you all again soon. As always, thank you so much out there for listening to our bonus show this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. You can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. Please also head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us those five-star reviews. And if you leave us a written review, we will read it on the air in our main show each and every week. We love connecting with you, our listeners, and hearing your feedback. So head over there, leave us a review. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also connect with our show via our voice mail line. If you'd like to send us a question, a comment, or otherwise have us address your feedback on the air, then just leave us a message at 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. If you'd like even more great content from the DCL Duo, you can always browse to youtube.com slash DCL Duo for our vlog. If you'd like to help support the show, you can always browse to patreon.com slash DCL Duo and choose from one of our monthly support tiers. We really do appreciate each and every one of our Patreons out there for making this show happen each and every month. We also really appreciate our amazing show sponsor, My Path Unwinding Travel. So if you're looking to book your next fabulous Disney vacation, head over to www.mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo to book your next fabulous vacation. Use that link so they know the DCL Duo sent you. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of Disney Cruise Line or the Disney Company. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Good night. <laughs>